The KTSA Home Improvement Show with Martin Bamba. Presented by Window World. Talk to Martin now. 210-599-5555. Now, Martin Bamba. Good morning, everybody. How's it going? Happy Saturday to you. Hope it's uh, hope it's a beautiful day in your neighborhood. I'm certain it is. It's gorgeous out there. Just took a little walk around and uh, just admiring God's wonders. And it, it is it is a beautiful, beautiful morning. Uh, cool enough to walk around without melting into the pavement right now, which is it, which is good. It's good. Later on, maybe not so much, but right now it's kind of nice out there. Uh, hey, first of all, right off the bat, I want to say thanks to Greg Martin, who's in producing the show this morning. Uh, he, he is a, a guy who gets very little uh, uh, accolades around the station, uh, but is responsible for almost everything that you hear on KTSA. Uh, he's PD, and prog- that's program director, and, uh, and also just an extraordinarily... Um, uh, professional, longtime radio guy that uh, that I really do appreciate being in there for me this morning. Uh, Want to start off the show first of all? Let's open up the phone lines two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five. That's the number to get in on the conversation this morning. Uh, Want to get started with just a little update on uh, Jim Smith because I know a lot of you uh, are are wondering how is he doing? You know what's his recovery like and what's the status? And uh, I will tell you, I saw him a couple of times this week. Uh, he is looking great. Uh, I mean, as good as he can look. If you've ever seen Jim, he's he's looking okay. Uh, but he he's he's <laughs> he's doing fantastic. Uh, his mental outlook is great. Uh, he's he's aware. Uh, he he. When I say he's aware, I mean he he has uh, you know full mental capacities. He was not diminished in any way. Uh, he is uh, physically doing great mobile as can be uh it's just a speech thing and it's going to take a little while for him to get back uh that part uh of of himself and and for those of you who don't know uh jim suffered a stroke several weeks ago and uh, and is recovering from that and but he is doing great that's the thing i want i want to get across to everybody is his recovery is is fantastic uh talk to Jeannie, his wife almost every day uh, talk to him when he comes in and visits at the at, at the store, and uh, and we're supposed to have lunch one day next week. So he's just uh, he's doing great, and and wanted to get that across to you. Phone lines are open at two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Everything home improvement is on the table this morning. All things home improvement, uh, whatever. Uh, is on your mind from the roof to the foundation to everything in between. That's what we talk about on the show here each and every Saturday morning, and uh, and we're here for you. Um, the uh, the state of our our remodeling industry is is still, you know, kind of in in a bit of a turmoil because of uh, residual effects of of uh, COVID and, and and the pandemic, and uh, and you know, and 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 it. It's pretty often now that people will say things like, "Well, how can how can it possibly be because of of the um, the pandemic? Why 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 are things being blamed on the pandemic?" Well, the truth and the fact of the matter is, there there are long lasting effects that that ripple and trickle down because of everything that happened during the last two and a half to three years, and uh, things like shortages in labor. And we continue to see shortages in labor. I've had conversations with uh, at least a half a dozen 
other people in the home improvement industry and in other industries, incidentally, over the last couple of weeks and have talked about the difficulty in hiring good people and the difficulty in even getting people to come in and show up for interviews. It's uh, it's it's really unlike anything I've ever seen in my life. Um, pre-pandemic, you would have people come in, um, interview for a job. Either they were hired or they won't, but it weren't. But if they were hired, they showed up for their their first day and and uh, you know put in their their hours and their work and and were professional. Since the pandemic, I can tell you that I can't count how many times we have set. Uh, interviews with uh, with potential employees, and they never show up for the interview. Uh, they set the time. They 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 agree to the time. They they just don't show up. Um, even more dumbfounding than that is when you interview somebody, you offer them a job, they accept the position, and day one they don't show up, and then they ghost you, and you never hear from them again. It's the strangest thing I've ever seen in my life, and uh, I would never have believed it three or four years ago. But that's where we're at now. Uh, with that being said, we have a fantastic, uh, at Window World, we have a fantastic uh, assortment and crew, uh, crews of window installation professionals. We have, I think we have now 24 or 25 crews. Um, siding installers are not the easiest thing in the world to, to find right now. But if you know of anybody out there that's a good siding installer that wants a solid all the time job <laughs> they, where they don't have to wonder if they're going to have a job tomorrow. Uh, Window World can fit the bill for that. Uh, we we certainly need some some more good solid uh, siding installation crews. Um, but this is something that not just Window World and not just the home improvement industry is facing. It's it's a it's a nationwide problem right now. Uh, the unemployment numbers that you see on the news really do. Uh, kind of skew the reality of what's going on in the workplace. And uh, it, it, it's happening in restaurants. It's happening in retail. Um, I, I, you go to almost any restaurant that you went to pre-pandemic, and you go there now, and you will see a marked difference in the amount of staff that they have on the floor and the amount of tables that they have open. Uh, there's a reason why uh, your favorite restaurant that you used to be able to walk into and get a table and have no problem now you're either on a wait list or you can't get in it's because they're not being able to serve the entire restaurant anymore and and it is a problem and it will have to correct itself at some point i don't know what that's going to take um but but that's where we're at beyond the labor portion um when we're getting back to supply chains and 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 delays in production and installation and things of that nature labor is one thing then you've got the supply chain issues. And if, if you've gone out to buy a vehicle in the last, oh, two or three years, you understand that part of the equation. Uh, chips in the car industry are a big deal. I never even thought about a microchip when it came to cars <laughs> up until a couple of years ago. Well, now everybody talks about the chip shortage and why cars are not on the lots and and you drive by almost any car lot and it's there are not very many cars in inventory and they're even advertising now uh, for the most part to go in and custom build your vehicles that's that's the way that you're buying cars and most of them uh, are recognizing most of the dealers are recognizing that that's the way the industry is going now is you're going to place an order 
uh, you're going to wait X number of months, and your car is going to be delivered, and that's how people are going to buy cars from now on. Maybe that's really the way it's going to go. Maybe it's going to go back to you know some inventory. I don't know, but I know that that's how it is right now. Uh, so whenever uh, a particular uh, business says it's going to take longer than normal, and and they blame it on the pandemic, chances are good it's the truth. Um, that that is still an issue, uh, still residual effects. We still don't know what that end in you know looks like uh maybe last quarter of this year first quarter of next year but that's just speculation and guessing i i have no idea any more than anybody else does so we kind of just roll with the punches every day and uh continue to you know continue to constantly be recruiting to try to staff up and and you know get as much product installed as possible by quality qualified installers uh but other than that that's you know that's all we can do now um the other problem, uh, and we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, uh, recently in the in the news, there was a prominent story about a uh, window replacement company that shut down in San Antonio, and then skipped town. Um, the The owners disappeared; their doors were shuttered, uh, and uh, they I, either they were evicted or they locked them up uh, because of non-payment, and then. 20-plus customers came forward and said, well, they took my money, uh, and then they didn't uh, deliver my my product. What am I supposed to do now? Phone lines are open on the KTSA Home Improvement Show at 210-599-5555, Let's get right to them. Good morning, Judy. Welcome to the show. Uh, good morning. Um, I wanted to ask, uh, since this drought, I am starting to get hairline cracks in my sheetrock in the house. Uh, they're going sideways, not up and down. Uh, should I be concerned? When you say you're getting uh, cracks, are these are these large cracks or these hairline cracks? Uh, how how uh, bad are they? Uh, they're hairline. Okay. But um, have you? <laughs> Have you been have you been doing any um, preventative maintenance around your house, i.e., putting a, a soaker hose three four no. feet away from the foundation? No. You might want might want to consider doing that. As droughty as it's been, and as dry as it's been, if you don't, our house, for instance, we have we have sprinkler system, and and a couple of times a week we water our lawn, and that helps do what you would normally get if it rained a, a normal amount um if you are not irrigating your your uh beds if you're not irrigating your lawn and you're not doing something to help keep that ground a little bit damp a couple of times a week you need to think about putting out a soaker hose not right up against the foundation but about three to four feet away from the foundation and running that uh, a couple of times a week for several hours okay uh, should I fill the cracks or should I just leave them? No, ma'am. I, I wouldn't do anything with those cracks. Uh, I, I know that they're probably unsightly and they're a bother to you, but I wouldn't do anything with those until we until we get back into uh, a more normal um, rain period and y- you you know kind of see what what that does. They might close up on the. I mean, they're not going to close up completely. You're going to have to do some touch up paint at some point. But you might find that it's not as obtrusive as it is right now. Well, it's also causing my doors to stick, and I, <laughs> I have to get yes, them. Yes, ma'am. A, a 
kick to open up. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's one of the side effects too. Is your doors can be sticking, your windows can be sticking. Uh, but I, I think if you'll if you'll give it a month or so, and and do what I'm what I'm suggesting, I think you might find it helps remedy a lot of those problems. Okay, just send the rain and we'll be okay. <laughs> I'll tell you what, that's that's the best thing we can do is pray for rain. That's what we all need to be doing. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Well, Judy, thanks for calling in, getting things started off this morning. I appreciate it. Have a wonderful weekend. Uh, phone lines are open at 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Let's go to Omar. Omar, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Good morning. How are you, sir? Outstanding, Omar. How can I help you this morning? I was wanting to hear your <clears throat> the the new siding that I've caught the show and you talking about your new siding here and there, and I haven't I haven't been able to catch the whole uh, whole explanation of it. But I was wondering if you could tell me more about it that y'all. Oh, offer. be be more than happy to. Uh, it it is uh, truly, and and I tell you this as somebody who's who's been around the business my entire life have been in the business for almost 30 years. Uh, I've seen a lot of sightings come and go, and I have never seen anything that I have been as excited about as this particular product. It's a, it's a product that's called Everlast. Um, the funny thing is Everlast is not new to, uh, to the industry. Everlast has been around for about 12 years, but it's new to our market because they haven't had distribution in uh in in the south uh, almost at all uh at least not in in texas so we're kind of uh the pilot uh store for that product in this area and it's a a very unique composite siding that uh is has no wood in it uh it is not vinyl siding uh, it is a true composite that uses uh, a mineral base as as its base. In other words, it, it uses aggregate stone as its base with other polymers, uh, and it is just a phenomenal-looking and performing product. And some of the differences between it and fiber cement, for instance, because that's really the only comparison that you could even remotely make to it is, um, is fiber cement siding. This siding is waterproof, whereas fiber cement is not. This product does not ever need painting. Fiber cement does. This product can be put at ground level. Fiber cement cannot. Uh, if you put fiber cement next to the ground, and the funny thing is most people don't know this, but if you put fiber cement next to the ground, it voids the warranty um, because fiber cement wicks water if it's not completely sealed at all points. When you cut this product, uh, you don't have to paint the edges because there's no absorption of water. Uh, when you cut this product, you don't have to wear respiratory equipment because it does not uh, produce silica dust like fiber cement does, so it's a much safer product to work with. Uh, you don't see the obtrusive joints like you do with fiber cement, and you don't have to caulk the joints like you do with fiber cement, and it weighs about half of what fiber cement does. Beyond this, the warranty on this product is lifetime transferable. It is not on fiber cement. So there, gotcha. there are the big differences and the reason why I am so excited about this. And, and we haven't even talked about how dang good looking it is. Uh, it, it, it has a true, real 
wood look to it because it's actually molded from real um, cedar, and and it's beautiful. Is it uh, how do you how is it mounted to the exterior just like fiber cement is? It, it, well, not not just not just like uh, no exposed fasteners, uh, and in and it actually locks one into the other, stacking up the wall. It's a it's a okay. unique stack lock design that that is again uh, industry leading and different than anything you'll see anywhere. Is there and then each of them on your website. There, there are. If you go to windowworldtx.com and go to the Everlast page under siting, you can you can learn even more about it. Got you. And uh, one one more question: <clears throat> Do you sure. do you guys do windows in say a Mueller Bardo kit? Can y'all install we absolutely windows in that? Do. Or? We okay. sure do. Yes, sir. Yeah, it's it's a unique type of installation, but we can certainly help you with that. Okay. I'm tinkering with an idea of trying. My mother is trying to get out of her house and into something else, and we're going back and forth between finishing out a little barndo building or uh, building a house. So just trying to get Sure. I mean, I mean, you can't go wrong either way. I've got a buddy down in Divine that uh, that, that has been building barndominiums forever. Uh, and, and Who is that? Uh, uh, Carl Patterson. Carl Patterson Construction. Okay, I know. I know. I'm from Jordan originally. I know some people around there that could probably. probably yeah, know him yeah. There's a hold of him. Oh, I'm sure he he actually lives in Moore. Um, but yeah, oh, okay. Carl Patterson, and and if not, uh, just drop me an email, and I'll be happy to pass on his information to you. Got you. All righty, sir. I appreciate it. All right, hey Omar, thanks for calling this morning. Appreciate you, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. Hopefully we can help you with that sighting. 210-599-5555 is the number to get in on the conversation. 210-599-5555. Let's get right back to those phone lines. James, good morning. Welcome to the show. Good morning, sir. I really enjoy your show. Thank you, sir. Sir, I have two questions. One is pertaining, I moved into this home in the Bronzeville in 2013, and have a lot of concrete and the expansion board or whatever you want to call it in the concrete started rotting out, you know, and I can't, I don't know whether to put a one by two back in there, one by four, or if there's some type of foam or sealant that could go in those expansion cracks. There, there is actually a product that I really, really like, uh, that I used on a previous home and it's, uh, it's called, and, and I forgive me, but I always, tend to forget the name of it, but it's a it's a rubber expansion joint uh, exactly for what you're wanting it for. It won't rot out. Uh, it, it The way that it's built, the way that it's it's manufactured, it has a little grip on it, and you push it down into the crack, and then it spans that crack, and it comes in different widths. And uh, I uh, on the next break, I'll look it up, and I'll if, if you'll continue listening, I'll give you the name of it. But you can order it on Amazon. It comes in different. It's, I think it's called expansion expand a joint or or something like that anyway i'll it's been several years since i used it but i'll look it up for you and uh mm-hmm. it, it is really and truly a, a cool product uh, a little more expensive than just the wood pieces but it's also going to last you forever okay somebody said there was just a foam that you could put in there you know a like bando foam type stuff you, just, you can know. you can there's also a, a, a liquid that you can pour into it uh mm-hmm. i'm not a, a huge fan of that it's just to me it's not real pretty um, okay. Yes, you can do that. Uh, there is actually a, a liquid that you know sets up and and remains pliable that will work for that. Uh, but, but this to me is just a little more attractive. 
the, but what you're talking about, does this sit up on top? It goes into the crack, but does it also sit up above the concrete? It, it sets almost flush with it, almost okay, flush good. with it. Yeah. And, yeah, it's just it's a, it's really attractive. You'll 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 see whenever I I'll give you the the name of the product and okay. just go to Amazon and type okay. it in and and it's it's a it's a really cool product. Okay, and the last question about a year sure. ago, I had my porch screened in and and it's just awesome, you know. But with all this dust and everything, that it's not really aluminum screen. It's I don't know, it's a fiber or something. It's dark, but you know, it's getting dirt on it. I was wondering. I don't want to clean it with chlorine or anything but i was wondering how do you clean screen it's quite a bit of it you know it's like what you'd you know it's cool in or it's not really difficult um all you have to do is if you want something that's non-toxic non-caustic uh vinegar is an amazing thing um okay take about a cup of vinegar to uh to a gallon or two of water put it in a pump-up sprayer spray down the screen then rinse it off and then rinse it off again. It may smell like pickles for a little while, but other than that, you're going to have a nice, clean screen with no uh, ill effects. And it won't take the coloration out of the screen? No, so sir. It's kind of a dark, okay. All right, no, sir. No, vinegar's, vinegar's not going to do that. Now, if you bleached it and you used too much bleach and you left yep. it on for a little yep. too long, Got that it. might. And also, uh, would you uh, – it, it, would you brush it down or just, I mean, uh, you know, or you, would you brush the thing or just let it run straight down? Uh, no, no, I'd, I'd, if you're using a, um, if you're using a, um, gosh, if, if you're using a pump-up sprayer and you get full coverage, you really don't need to brush it or anything like that. Just make okay. sure that you get good coverage. Oh, okay. That does. And uh, can you use chlorinated water, or should I get distilled? I mean, so I don't have that residue of. Oh chlorine. no, no, no. I, that's yeah. That's not. That's not going to be necessary. Okay. Well, you just answered my two questions. But if you'll give me that product, I would sure appreciate it. I I will have that information for you before we hit the top of the hour. How about that? <laughs> okay. Thank you. Bye. Thanks a lot, James. Appreciate you. Bye. 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 Okay, let's uh, let's get to our next caller at 210-599-5555. Good morning, Kevin. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Hey, Mark. How are you doing? Hey, good morning. Hey, I just want to thank you and your staff. Um, I had uh, 13 uh, windows changed out, uh, I guess the 6,000 series, and I got five picture windows changed out. And two and one patio door, and we are just so happy with uh, with your crew and the windows that we you know we had to do it um, in a half. You know we had to do one half and the second half, but sure, your product, your product is amazing. I mean, right now <laughs> with the heat and everything, the AC doesn't have to work near as hard. Just saying, you know, Martin and this crew came out. About two months ago, him and his guys did the patio door. Uh, it was just amazing. So, just testimony. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, Kevin, awesome. I, I never get tired of hearing stories like that. I really don't. We, you know, I, I will, I'll be the first one to tell you we're far from perfect, but we do feel like we have the best guys in the business, and uh, and it's and it's always good to hear stories like that. And I'm so glad that you're happy with with everything you got from Window World. Yeah, and uh, you know, just tell you and your crew that it's a pleasure doing business with you. 
Well, outstanding. Well, we appreciate your your business, and if there's anything we can do for you in the future, let us know and tell tell all your friends about us. Okay. Oh, I have. I have. <laughs> all right. Hey, Kevin. Thanks for calling this morning. Really do appreciate it. Yeah. All right. Uh, it's always nice to hear from from great customers, uh, and and kudos to our our crews. Uh, we have again. I, I will say it. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I feel like we have the very best installation crews in the industry. Um. We have the best um, design consultants in the industry as well. I mean, truly a caring bunch of people that that really do have a heart for their customers and our customers. And uh, I, I, I can't say enough good things about our staff. Love them and can't thank them enough for the way that they represent uh, our company. Um, phone lines are open at 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. That's the number to get in on the conversation this morning. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, I did uh, talk earlier about, uh, I was going to talk a little bit about um, a story that was on the news last week. Uh, I think KSAT ran it on the Defenders. And it was about a company uh, that uh, was in the window business for about the last nine or ten months, maybe a little longer, uh, had done a bunch of advertising um, and kind of popped up out of the blue. And unfortunately, the... The owners of this company um, basically shut the doors without notice, um, took deposits on jobs all the way up until the day that they disappeared, and uh, it, 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 it's not a good situation. And um, they're, 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 according to the news report, there are at least 20 customers who have come forward and filed criminal complaints and um, you know, uh, are trying to get their money back gave deposits of all different amounts and it's just a mess it's a mess and uh uh at window world i i do want you to know if you're one of those people um that we have a uh i've authorized our guys and girls uh our design consultants to give a special discount for anyone who uh signed a contract with this company and was taken um i, I it's a horrible thing nobody should have to go through that and um, and we we want to help in whatever way we can to to still get you your windows. It won't get you your money back, and it won't change that experience. But uh, hopefully, it'll help you uh, at least get the windows that you wanted. Um, just a couple of things that I read uh, in response to that article that I want to clarify and and uh, and and give my opinion on. Uh, several people said, "Well, you should never give anybody any money down." Well. The truth of the matter is that's that's not true. Um, there's no problem with giving a down payment for custom-made goods, and custom replacement windows are custom-made goods. You just have to be careful of who you're giving that down payment to and how much. If they ask for more than 50%, do not ever do that. Any more than 50% as a down payment or a deposit is not okay. And if if anybody ever asks for more than that, run, go somewhere else. Always get a second bid. Uh, if and and what I obviously what I like to say is before you make a decision, call Window World. It doesn't cost a thing for us to give you a quote. Uh, if you still want to go with another company and you find that they're the better deal for you, fantastic. If not, would love to help you. Um, but don't ever let somebody talk you into signing a contract because the deal is only good for today 
or the discount will not be in place tomorrow, or it's some ridiculous discount that sounds too good to be true. If somebody's giving you uh, a buy one window, get one free, come on. Listen, listen to your heart and listen to your, to your, 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 <laughs> your good sense that's telling you if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. So those are the best pieces of advice I can give you is do your research on your company, look at, look at their time in the business, and, and, if, and if a company's been in business for 10 years or more, chances are good they've been doing something right. If they've been in business for less than that time, not saying they're a bad company, but they haven't proven themselves just yet. So take a look at that. Take a look at their reviews, uh, although reviews, I will tell you, are not everything because people are much more likely to go on and give a, 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 an angry review uh, behind an anonymous keyboard than they are to go out and, and give you a, a glowing praise. But, but you do need to look at reviews and, and uh, you know, but look at the totality of them. Don't don't just look don't just look at all the the bad ones. Look at the good ones and see how they balance out. And use your own judgment on that. Um, and and uh, you know, use your use your gut instinct. Most people have a pretty good uh, uh, meter inside of them if they just listen to it. So many don't. But if you listen to it, you'll you'll probably know whether this person is somebody you want to do business or not. And anybody who saw this this spot on on KSAT. Uh, talking about this story and saw the pictures of the owner uh all i can say is go look at it and tell me is that you know what decision would you have made and and i'm not not blaming the victims at all because the the victims are just that they're victims and if anything we want to help them but but think about who you're doing business with philip good morning welcome to the ktsa home improvement show welcome back Yes, yes, thank you again. Uh, yeah, you're right about the, the price variation. And I was also noticing when I do in my homework that there's also different types where there, I guess, even a copper finish type of radiant bear that, that was outrageously priced, in my opinion. But is there uh-huh. a really difference in the, in the different types of, of, of uh, attic, you know, insulation like that? Well, what it comes down to typically is going to be the difference in the mill thickness of the product and, you know, and how strong it is because you want something that's not going to rip and tear easily and something that's going to last you for a while. The copper, to me, is more of a gimmick than anything. Um, I, I, I don't think, in, in my estimation, it does not provide anything additional other than a way to charge more money. And, uh, mm-hmm. and, and I, you know, that means nothing to me it's it's the reflective nature of the product that's going to matter um and and uh, the fact of the matter is there there are some people out there that are putting it in for a fair price and there are some people that are out there that are gouging terribly for this product so just use your head um get at least two to three estimates and uh you know and and then you know pick the pick the company you think is best for you okay and my last question uh, is this uh, my home is 16 years old now, and I was reading that um, I should probably consider getting a home inspection similar to what you get when you first purchase a home. Uh, is that something you think is correct? It certainly wouldn't hurt anything. Uh, I mean, do, do you have anything that's going on that you have concerns about? No, no, everything's fine. I mean, um, I haven't had any problems with the home. We've been in it 16 years. Uh HVAC is running great. Uh, roof is still okay. Um, 
No problem. So I was just curious if that was even something that I should consider because it's, of the age of the home. You know, it, it's to me, it's kind of overkill. Would it would it hurt anything? No. Would it? Could it possibly you know expose a problem that you have? Of course, it could. But if you're not really having any problems, you know, it, it's uh, a home inspection. Depending on the size of your home, is probably going to run you between three hundred and seventy-five and six hundred dollars. And um, you know, if you don't have to spend the money, uh, I, I I don't know that I would. But what but I what I will tell you is, and and this is the important thing, is any time that you're buying a new home, uh, the most important money you can spend is on a home inspector. <laughs> so, uh, oh, yes, but definitely. <laughs> but being in a home for 16 years, if you're not experiencing anything that's you know that's concerning to you, I don't know that you know that you need to spend that money. Okay. Well, thank you so much for your, for your help, sir. And you have a great day. Absolutely, Philip. Have a great weekend. Uh, phone lines are open 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. That's the number to get in on the home improvement conversation on the KTSA Home Improvement Show this morning. Uh, thanks to Greg Martin, who's in there producing the show this morning, uh, doing a great job, obviously. And, and uh, thank you so much, man. I, I know it's taking time away from your weekend, but I appreciate you being there. Uh, on a programming note, I also want to let you know that coming up later on today on KTSA, lots of great stuff coming your way. We've got uh, Louis Siriani and the KTSA Automotive Show that uh, immediately follows my show this morning, coming up at about 11.05. And uh, then later on this afternoon, it's the What's It Worth Show with uh, Mike and Holly Hermes, and always uh, uh, informative, always something new going on in, in the real estate market. It's ever in flux right now. I mean, the, the real estate market right now is insane. It really and truly is. So if you if you want to you know stay up on it, know exactly what's going on, tune into the What's It Worth show this afternoon uh, with Mike and Holly Hermes. Uh, this is the KTSA Home Improvement Show, and we're all about that home improvement from the roof to the foundation to everything in between. Phone lines are open at two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Earlier, w- one of our callers called in and asked about uh, a, a product that we have started um, selling and installing at Window World called Everlast. And uh, I want to talk just a little bit about it right now, uh, just to, to fill you in on what this product is and, and why it is so different. It, it's an entirely uh, new category in, in the siding market, which is, uh, which is unique, uh, because it's not very often that there's a whole new category that comes up. But it is so durable, uh, even in the most harsh climates, even in, in our climate where it gets extremely hot, then it can get extremely cold, and it can get extremely wet, extremely dry, and everything in between. Uh, but this product doesn't require any maintenance other than an occasional washing. Uh, it's less than half the weight of fiber cement. It produces no harmful dust whenever it's cut. Uh, it eliminates the need for paints, stains, caulking, solvents, which frankly contain harmful VOCs, and it's a it, it's a product that's completely recyclable, which is kind of cool. Um, and and it and it it, it 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 from a from a ecological standpoint, this is something I love. It consumes a fraction of the energy to manufacture, especially com- compared to fiber cement. So so many advantages. And the look is just second to none. So if you want something that's going to last a lifetime and then some, 
that's going to eliminate your need for painting and caulking. Uh, it's it's impervious to water. Uh, it's resistant, highly resistant to fading and discoloration. It never bows or warps or splits or swells. It's insect resistant, and uh, and it's and it's even great for wet and harsh climates. Everlast is something you you might want to take a look at, and uh, and and it, it is such a new product in our market. It's not new. It's been around again for about 12 years now in, in other very harsh markets. It's been used in places like Phoenix, Oklahoma City, um, you know, the the eastern states, the eastern seaboard states have had this product for a long time. We're just finally getting it, which is awesome. Uh, and uh, and, and we, we can't wait to, you know, to install more and more of this around the San Antonio area. It's absolutely beautiful. Uh, phone lines are open at 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Fifty-five. Uh, this morning, going to talk in between calls if we have time, uh, and and always calls are, g- are going to be the first priority. Uh, we're going to talk about six decorating mistakes that make your home look messier than it really is. And and, and I, I got to tell you, I don't want my home looking messier than it really is, <laughs> not if I can help it. Uh, so we're going to talk about some things that you can do to help not have that look. Uh, some decorating choices that uh, you know c- contribute to a messy looking room. Uh, there are, there are some things you can do that can really help with that. Now, of course, clearing out clutter is going to be the first step and, uh, you know, to get in that polished and orderly look. But uh, the way that you furnish and decorate a room is also very critical uh, to its overall neatness. And sometimes, whether we know it or not, there, there are these simple decorating mistakes that can date your home, can make you look disheveled, can make it look chaotic, and uh, when something's not quite right, it can really detract from the design and, and interfere with the overall mood of the room. Uh, I think the, the word is feng shui. I, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. But whenever a room is coming together just right, uh, I think it's called feng shui or feng shui. I'm not sure how you pronounce it, but you know what I'm talking about. It's it's the vibe of the room. And, and I always think about uh, w- one of my favorite movies. If you've ever seen uh, The Big Lebowski, there's a point in the movie when uh, the Jeff Bridges' character is really upset because somebody steals a rug out of his room. And he's and he's like, man, you don't understand. That rug really tied the room together. <laughs> and sometimes that's all it takes is that one little thing to kind of tie the room together. We were talking a little bit about the uh, decorating mistakes that can make your home look messier than it really is and, and how you can maybe um, fix that. Uh first one that we're going to talk about is relying too much on open storage. Now, in in uh, newer homes especially, open storage, glass front cabinets in your kitchen, really a hot trend, really a hot trend. And and I understand why. It's, it, it is a good look, and it looks great. But it depends on what you're storing in them and how you're displaying what you're storing in them. Uh, you can You can store books. Uh, you can display collectibles or art. But listen, this type of storage is best when it's not overcrowded. So when you're decorating a bookshelf or built-in shelves or open front cabinets, don't pack every inch of space with books and accessories. Don't make it look cluttered. To achieve a, a clean look, uh, what you can do is kind of edit down the arrangement. You want to leave some open space between those items and and avoid using open storage for things like managing electronics and cables or holding games and movies and toys, all of those things are best stashed away inside a cabinet or box 
or a basket for a less cluttered effect. So there's there's one thing you can do. Watch how you use your open space. Here's one that, you know, where where more is not better, okay? Using too many colors. Uh, if you're decorating with too many colors, I guarantee you, your home is going to look cluttered. Use one or two hues combined with neutral colors and give your home a cohesive, relaxed look with that. Now, if you if you use different shades of blue or different shades of green or things like that, that's fine. But you want to have something, again, that kind of ties it together, a neutral rug, a neutral window covering, uh, furnishings that allow the room to breathe while making it appear more spacious and open. Okay? So that's that's the next one. Here's 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 another one. I know that there are some ladies out there and guys for that matter. I don't I don't want to be sexist. There are some people out there that that believe that the more accent pillows the better. You know, let's let's put 18 pillows on our sofa or let's put 20 pillows on our bed. No. You 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 can't have a ton of pillows piled up on your couch or your sofa and and make it look good. Uh, two or three accent pillows on each end of the sofa are typically a perfect way, uh, you know, and a perfect amount to decorate a room uh, and add some, you know, splashes of color and, and pattern to to your room without being overdone. But you know what I'm talking about. You've been in houses where you, you can't sit down on the sofa because there's too many pillows. So you don't want to do that. Another one that, uh, you know, in this in this uh, article that, that I found that I found interesting is kind of counterintuitive because you would think that if you push your walls, your furniture up against the walls of the particular room, it can make the space look bigger, right? But no, the truth is it can actually make the space look cluttered and messy. So here's the solution. Opt for smaller pieces of furniture, pull it away from the wall toward the center of the room, and uh, and, and when you group things like that, toward the, the center of the room with a coffee table as a perfect conversation area in the middle. Um, you can you can ground the furniture with an area rug and tie the arrangement together, and it really does help unclutter the look of the space. So that's, uh, that's another good, good piece of advice there. Um, placing too much decor on tables. This, this is one that's very easy to do. You know, you, you've got a, an arrangement. You've got a piece of art. You've got all these things that you want people to see. But then doing too much of it on one surface makes a room look really cluttered. Uh, instead, edit the number of accessories that, that you have uh, and, and group a couple of items at a time. And only display what you really love and what's functional. For example... A small dish, maybe for storing car keys and sunglasses, um, or grouping uh, small objects in a jar or bowl, elevating small objects on a stack uh, of two or three books to give it a purposeful look. These are all things that you can do uh, and and not make it too cluttered. So these are a few examples of, of ways that you can, uh, you know, help make a room look less messy, less cluttered, and still give you some really nice decor. Uh, let's get back to the phone lines, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Good morning, Rachel. Welcome to the KTSA Hi. Home Improvement Show. Hi, good morning. I just have a quick question. With this crazy sure. heat that we're having, what's the best way to do maybe some preventive maintenance on our on our AC unit? Oh, that's a, that is a great question, a great question. Um, 
the first thing that I would recommend, uh, if if you're just wanting to do something yourself, is is make sure that your condenser outside is clean and free of debris. Um, if if it's in an area where it gets hit with grass whenever the yard is mowed, uh, if it's if it's in a, a dusty area, which most outside condenser units are, make sure that you get out there and and use a, a garden hose with just a regular garden sprayer on it. Spray down your coils and get any dirt and debris out of those coils and allow it to breathe properly. That's one of the very best things that you as a homeowner can do. Uh, also, always make sure that your uh, filtration is clean. In other words, change out your, fil- your filters probably more often than, the, than you normally would in the summertime. Uh, most people who have problems with their ACs freezing up um, and, and giving them problems like that, the reason that happens is because they don't keep their filters clean, and if your filter gets clogged, it's going to freeze up your unit, and it's going to leave you high and dry, basically. Um, so changing out your filters regularly, checking them regularly, and making sure that your condenser outside is clean and free of debris are the two very best things you as a homeowner can do. If you don't already have an AC company that comes out and does your biannual maintenance on your system, get somebody out there to take a look at it as soon as possible. You want to make sure that your AC system is is ready for the summer and ready for the winter. And the way that you do that is you have a company like Champion AC come out and uh, do a full once-over on your system. They check the Freon levels. They check your duct systems. They check um, the performance of your system, make sure it's optimum. And and get it ready for that you know for that next extreme season. So if you don't already do that, get my friends from Champions AC out there to do it for you. Great. And do you to spray it down? You probably need to turn the unit off. I'm assuming, right, before you uh, spray it down. <laughs> uh, no, no, you don't necessarily have oh, to turn the unit off. Oh. Yep, you oh, can leave it on. That's 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 not a problem. Um, but don't don't use a pressure washer. Um, use a regular garden sprayer with not too heavy a pressure, and just give it a good rinse. Okay, good. And then do you recommend more than once a month? Because that's what we're doing right now with our filter changes. Uh, once a month is a good is a good, uh, okay. a, a good rule of thumb, a good rule of thumb. It's rare that you're going to need to do it more than once a month, but once a month is great. Perfect. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks, Rachel. Thanks for calling this morning. I really do appreciate it. Getting back to those phone lines. Hank, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Sounds like you're flying solo. Where's Jim at today? Jim, uh, uh, Jim is uh, is recovering from a stroke that he suffered about three weeks ago. Oh my God, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm so sorry. Uh, I uh, talked about it at the top of the hour. He uh, he suffered a stroke about three weeks ago. Uh, spirits are good, mentally good. Uh, has has his speech has been affected, and uh, and so he's going to have a little recovery time, but he's doing great. Um, I'll, I'll give him a call later, Martin. Hey, I got a question for you. I've got an aerator, um, uh, septic system. And with this drought and everything else, I want to try to get, I have two of my, uh, sprinkler system, two of my sprinklers in the backyard, but nothing in the front yard. Can I reroute one of those to the front yard or add another one to the front yard? I don't see why you couldn't. Uh, I, I really don't. I think that, uh, I think you definitely could do that. You're out in a rural area anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I'm out. I'm three miles uh, or two miles east of 281 on 306 out there in Spring Branch. Yeah, yeah. I, I I don't think you'd have any problem doing that, other than you know the 
the the the problem everybody has out in Spring Branch or Helotus or Bernie or New Braunfels, and that's <laughs> digging through the rock. But yeah, you can do that. Yeah, the rock shelf. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is that it? Hey, you got you got the same problem out in Bergheim, don't you? <laughs> oh God, you know I do. Every if you dig down more than about six inches, you're hitting rock, bud. Yeah, I know that. All right, that's well, that, that's um, why that's why you got to do a raise that's why you got to do a raise garden. I, I'm not I'm not into that. <laughs> no, neither am I. All right, thanks, Martin. I just wanted to. I, I was just wondering about that if I could do that. Well, th- thanks, not, thanks, it, brother. And I'm sure that I'm sure that Jim would love to hear from you. Uh, I'll give him a call later. All right, buddy. Have a good one. Uh, phone lines two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five two ten five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Let's go to Tim. Tim, good morning. Welcome to the show. Uh, thank you, sir. I have two questions for you. Yes, sir. The first one is I'm a, I, I bought a, an older house out here in Chavanaugh, and I need to know the difference between putting a GFI plug in and putting a GFI circuit breaker in. And the second okay. question is on your water softener, salt versus pellets. Okay. Uh, let's let's take a look at, uh, at uh, and you want to know the difference between a GFI plug versus a and GFI a outlet, circuit GFI circuit breaker. Yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, let's let's see if we can tackle. Uh, let's see if we can tackle the let's let's tackle the second one first, and then let's tackle the first one second. Let's do that. Uh, so salt versus pellets. You want to know what the difference between crystals and pellets is? Yes, sir. Okay, really very little difference in what it does for you, um, depending on who you talk to uh, and, and who's given the advice. Uh, one, one is better for your system than the other, but I will tell you this, I've used both, and there is very little difference in the two. Um, whether you're using the crystal or the pellets, use a good quality crystal or pellet, and I think you'll be just fine. Okay, good. Thank you. And 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 I and I and I sometimes use both. I mean, if I'm going to the store and they're out of pellets, I'll get crystals. If they're out of crystals, I'll get pellets and I've used both in combination and it's never been an issue and and uh, and according to uh Alamo Water Softeners, which is my <laughs> top source for for water softener advice, either one works. Okay. That's okay. what I that's so what I now, figured, but I yeah, you're 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 fine with either one of them. Um, if I had to say that I had a preference, I think crystals. I don't even know why I'm telling you that's a preference because I I use them both and like them both. And let's talk about uh, GFI. Okay, so great question. What is the difference between a GFI breaker and a GFI outlet? GFI breaker. Here's the big difference. It protects every outlet in a circuit. Okay, so if you have a breaker, any outlet that's in that circuit is going to be protected. Your GFCI outlet or receptacle is is only uh, uh, protecting that outlet. So it's it, it could be a single location or a multi-location, but it's only doing that receptacle or outlet. Does that, does okay. that make sense? Yes, sir. I'm going to get some electrical work done to bring it up to current code. And I was trying to debate whether to put uh, 
just the circuit breakers in to cover the washer dryer and the refrigerator instead of putting the wall plugs in. Well, if you can, if you do a GFCI receptacle, uh, it can manage and protect other outlets that are in circuit with that downstream. And I will tell you that you will save a little money by by going with the GFCI receptacle uh, rather than the circuit breaker. But but either one's going to get the job done for you. All right, good. Thank you very much. I enjoy your show. It's been it's real informative. So that's why I called you. Tim, thank you so much for calling. I appreciate it. Wouldn't have a show without you guys. So thank you so much for being here this morning. Grab yourself a phone line, too, at 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555. Good morning, Wade. Welcome to the show. Oh, BJ, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Hey, good morning. Um, I had a similar question on the uh, GFCI outlets. Yes, sir. Oh, okay, still there. So I've got a, uh, a, I'm on a well, and I've got a, a pump house and a storage tank, and there is obviously the wiring into the uh, the well, and they had spliced a a uh, extension cord into that, which I don't I don't see that's going to work out long period. Can I put? <laughs> um, I want to put an outlet going into that. Yeah. Uh, so I want to put an outlet on there. Uh, it's not outdoors, but it is enclosed in a in a pump house. Is that recommended? Uh, just a regular outlet, or do I have to put a, a GFCI on there because it's going from that outlet? It's going to go straight to the well pump, and I don't want that. To uh, you definitely want or, to put a GFCI. Yeah, you definitely want a GFCI GFCI outlet on that. Anything that's that's in a wet area and certainly something that's going directly to the pump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that would be, uh, a, I guess, a, a series. A series correct. Uh, wired in. Okay. A, a, Perfect. Yeah. So yeah. 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 It, it'd be an in-series GFCI, and and that's yeah. I would do that definitely over. You you don't want to just put a regular outlet in, correct? Okay. Well, I appreciate that. Hey, absolutely, BJ. Thanks for calling this morning. Appreciate you being a part of the show. All right, uh, 210-599-5555, 210-599-5555, that is the number. Let's get to Wade. Wade, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Yeah, I was wondering, y'all said y'all do rain gutters, right? Yes, sir. Okay, I've got a 40 yep. by 80 building. I need to put rain gutters on either side. Is that something y'all can handle? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, can the new Brothels office handle that, or do I need to call San Antonio, or what? Uh, either either one is going to get you there. If you call uh, 210-767-0995, our new Brothels showroom is closed on Saturdays, but we are in our San Antonio showroom fielding the calls, so just give them a call, and we'll get it set up. All right, appreciate it. Hey, thanks for calling. Appreciate you. Yeah, and, and right. you know, it's funny, nobody – really thinks about rain gutters whenever you don't have any rain and uh, so uh just as a natural course of things the rain gutter calls don't come in quite as frequently as when you've had five or six inches of rain over the period of a couple of days but i can tell you that right now is a really good time to get in and get your rain gutters done all right appreciate it uh, all right hey wait thanks for calling appreciate you uh yeah that's that's uh one of those things um 
one of those things that Window World does that a lot of people don't know we do because we just, you know, we don't talk about it a ton. Uh, but a vast majority of what we do are six-inch gutters, which are uh, a typical residential gutter is going to be five inches. We use a higher-capacity six-inch gutter, higher-capacity downspouts, so even in the heaviest rain, it, it handles, uh, you know, what's going on, and, and you don't have to worry about that overrun and things like that. Um, the other thing that we love about our guttering system is if you choose to go with a leaf protection with us, the leaf protection that we use allows water to flow into the to the gutter, but does not does not um, but also allows the leaves and debris to to slough off the gutter. And and there are some gutter protection products out there that really and truly. Um, do a good job of keeping debris out of the gutters, but unfortunately in a heavy rain it also shoots the water right off the edge and defeats the whole purpose of having a gutter. So um, take a look at those things whenever you're, you know, choosing what gutter is right for you in your home. Uh, but, yeah, thanks for calling, Wade. We appreciate you. Uh, let's get uh, probably get one or two more calls in here before we go uh, to the top of the hour. I want to remind you that coming up at 11.05, my buddy Louis Siriani in the KTSA Automotive Show is coming up. So if you have any kind of automotive questions, he's got the answers for you. He is a wealth of knowledge when it comes to uh, the automotive industry and, and fixing your car, your truck. Uh, and he's coming up at 11.05 this morning. Uh, let's get back to the phone lines, 210-599-5555. Jimmy, good morning. Welcome to the KTSA Home Improvement Show. Good morning. Uh, question. I have two questions uh, for the... Uh... Water heater, the the tankless water heater. You need to have a natural gas for that, right? No, sir. You don't have to have natural gas. You can also uh, there are also electric versions. But what I will say is that unless I had natural gas uh, of some kind, I would not use those because the electrical con- the electrical consumption is tremendous. Uh, but if you have gas, man, what a what a great product. Okay. And uh, how about your uh, the, the generator? You can hook up outside and, and hook it up to your house. Is that is that run with natural gas also? Uh, yes, sir. You can run that off of natural gas or propane. Uh, my house, I don't have natural gas. I have propane, but you can also use uh, propane. Okay, well, my house is only electric. That's what I'm asking. Ah, so, well, and, and, and as you can imagine, if... If you have electric, you're not going to be able to use electric for your generator when your electric goes out. So, uh, right. the other option, the other option is is diesel. Um, you you can use a diesel generator as well. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, All thank right. You. All right. Yeah. Hey, thanks, Jimmy. Appreciate you calling. Uh, Gloria, you're going to get right in on the tail end this morning. You're last up. How can I help you this morning? Well, since I'm there at the tail uh, end, I won't uh, bother you with uh, all your knowledge. I have a lot to ask, but right now I just would like to, I'm thinking about your friend, Jim, and uh, I'm also uh, thinking about you, that you have to do all all the work that you do, and you still come up and, and do your show, and uh, that is that is wonderful. So I pray that Jim goes, uh, you know, gets his health back. And that he comes stronger than ever, and uh, that his family will help him out throughout all this. I know it could be a burden sometimes, but uh, sometimes you do it out of love, and you do more than you want to. So I hope all of that comes together, and uh, 
and may the Lord keep them, uh, you know, well. So the same to you and your family, and appreciate all that you do there at KTSA. Gloria, God bless you. Thank you so much for that kind call, and uh, and I know that Jim is listening, and I know that that means the world to him. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, I, I will tell you that Jeannie, his wife, has been a tremendous support for him. Uh, his kids right. have also been tremendous as well. Well, wonderful. That's what I, I would like to hear. Because uh, he's, he's great. He's always there, helpful, you know, for you. And, uh, you know, when you're not there, he's there. But we we really appreciate you guys. And, and one of you missing really hurts. So hopefully well, thank that, you. that's over uh, soon. So that's all I needed to say. And goodbye. Keep up the good work. God bless you, Gloria. Thank you so much. And, uh, and yeah, we our sincere hope is that Jim comes back stronger and better than ever uh, on his time. Whenever, whenever he feels like he's ready to, uh, whenever that time is, and 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 we all feel that that's that's what's going to happen. So, um, thank you for that. Uh, I, I want to say to everybody out there who's listening, please keep Jim in your prayers. Uh, he needs all that positive uh, reinforcement that he can get, and uh, it's always appreciated. And uh, and I certainly relay to him the love that you guys give. So thank you so much for that. Again, thanks to Greg Martin for producing today. Uh, loved having him in there. It's kind of fun having the boss around. Uh, thanks to all of our callers this morning, and thank you for making me a part of your Saturday morning every Saturday here on KTSA. Love you so much. Uh, thank you. We'll see you next week right here, same time, same place, on the KTSA Home Improvement Show.